Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. So, too afraid to ask, too afraid to Google. Welcome to No ID Yet, where we ask those questions and try to answer them. And then for a second part, we go away and see if we actually knew what we're talking about. So, for today's topic, it is sports. Uh, and hi, I am Jonathan, the host, and we have Freddie. Hello. And Alistair. Hello there. And let's get into it. So, the thing about sport, I'm not actually going into any specific sport. Are you joking? We're doing the entire <laughs> sport. Oh, God. All of sport. No, no, no. So, this is, it links in a bit to hobbies. So, I used to work at B&Q, and when we were in the canteen, and the question arose, is that a sport or is that a hobby? And what's the difference between a skill and a sport? Because is is pool a sport? Is are, is darts a sport? A golf? Yeah, you're, talking, you're talking to Alistair. I know, I know, I know. Alistair is an avid snooker player. But like golf, you know, when you think sport, you think energy, exercise, football, you know, physical exertions, possibly team sports, and then snooker or archery. And it's like, well, it's a skill, 100%, but... Is it a sport? And so my question is the Olympics, mate. So my question to you guys is what is the definition of a sport? I'm pretty sure if you go on BBC and then go on their BBC sport bit and then you scroll through the list of the, the things the activities <laughs> they've got there, they're, they're all sports. <laughs> other than that, no, not a sport. That's, that's the definitive. <laughs> uh, Freddie? Sport, sport obviously breaks down to sports that people do on their own or as a team. Generally, it's against either another person or a team. So there's got to be some sort of... What about discus, throwing discus? That's just about getting your personal record, isn't it? Or weightlifting. Nah, because you're against other people who are also trying to throw objects distance, right? Weightlifting is a sport, I think. Is it competition? I've heard heard people say that athletics is a sport and everything else is just a game. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Oh, I never heard of that. I do like the idea of the skill versus is there a sport that does, like so you know when you go to a beach and you thingy rocks and you skip them skim. skip rocks skim skimming i've seen videos of people you know going to those slate quarries that have been oh, filled man. with water so it's perfect flat perfect oh, um oh, rock skip. it just looks so satisfying and i think they have competitions right mm-hmm. so are all competitions sports see i think just thinking then it was like is it because it has to be competitive because how could it not be? Is that what constitutes a sport? Just anything that's competitive? I think, the, yeah, the competitive is, is a key factor. I think there are quite a few different things you're going to have to bring together to, um, to you know, say something definitively is or isn't a sport. Like, what about esports? Do you, how, where do they fall into? Oh, come on now. That was going to be one of my next questions. Where does esports, <laughs> <laughs> this, on, on my thing is, where do esports come in? <laughs> okay, well, we'll put, I, I think the Olympics is a really good place to go to as a point of reference for this, because I think, Obviously, there is a lot of thought that gets put in every every four years about if a new thing is going to get included in the Olympics or not. And I think that's quite an interesting point of, is it a sport? Therefore, you know, like this, I think in 2020, it was supposed to be, I believe, bouldering and maybe BMX. Well, speed, was speed climbing? BMX. Yeah, speed climbing, yeah, bouldering thing. That, that, that's meant to be on for like five years. Ten. Yeah, I think BMX has been there for quite a while. It was something else. But yeah, yeah. the bouldering, I think, is definitely one that they, they've added. But, you know, I, said, I, I can't see darts or chess being added to the Olympics anytime soon. <laughs> But all right. Again, all right, all right. Are, I'd argue that they are. They have, well, they have a lot of the trappings of sports, but they aren't necessarily the same. What are the, the trappings same. of sport? <laughs> well, <laughs> got you there. Because you can have, I was thinking, right, at first, right, okay, maybe you have to have a number of points or some sort of system like that. And then I was thinking about how some points in some sports are subjective, right? I mean, it's not subjective. Okay, you need goal line technology if a ball goes in the goal, but it is subjective when you have dressage or you have how good someone is at diving into a pool. That's subjective points. So now I'm even more confused. But they're both in the Olympics, so oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so it's fine. But yes, yeah, so, so do, do you think it's 
Because another point I was thinking about, is it because it's just an activity, it's something that's playable? Like, is a sport a sport because you can play it? You know, I guess you to use that kind of terminology. Can you play jumping in a pool? Chess is playable, but... It's a thing of like, and what constitutes a sport versus just a skill? Because I think, are we coming to the conclusion that maybe it's competition is the what constitutes a sport? I yeah, I think I think there's a definite element of that. There's got to have there's got to, you've got to have a competitive element, and the physical exertion I think obviously varies from sport to sport. What about but poker? I think that's something that people care about. Yeah, see, I don't think that's a sport. I think that's just, that's a game. But it's, but therefore then therefore it can't just necessarily be competition then, can it? Well, I guess it's gambling, but do you know something like or, or dominoes? So, definitely sports may not necessarily just be competition. No, no, there's, 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 there's more. The more to it, there's a bit more nuance to it than that, I think. Ah, <laughs> wait, wait, go, Alistair, explain. Uh, I, was, I, was, I was saying, I don't think, I, I, I do agree that I don't think darts and snooker things are, are the same. But I think, no, I, okay, I, I, I come at it from a different angle. I think one thing that a sport maybe needs to have, especially if it's going to be a successful sport, is the spectator element. It needs to be, it needs to be entertainment. And like, I would argue darts and snooker definitely are that. Like, you know, like, you know like, there is obviously, they are, they're not in the same league as football and other sports like that, but they, they, they can provide entertainment to people. I think that's another big part of the sport. But could you say that's mainly because they've become that because of an enthusiasm? Because it is with anything of like, you someone watch snooker, sorry, Alistair, and be like, this is so dull and so boring, or it's darts. <laughs> and maybe it's because only like... I'm not a wedding guy. <laughs> but it's of only personal interest. So it's kind of like, you say, oh, it has to be enjoyable, like a spectator sport. But is that more of something which is, it became something and then it also happened to be, you know, people get invested. So then it becomes spectator, not necessarily, so it doesn't necessarily start spectator. Or do you saying that for a no, sport? If you're going to start a new sport, then obviously it's going to be, it's going to be difficult to, to, to like say it's a sport straight away because if no one has ever even heard of it. But I mean, so where would you guys put Quidditch onto that? You know, bear in mind, it's the, it's the thing that people actually do now. Oh no, Freddie just left the chat. Freddie's just disappeared and messages <laughs> carry on. God. That does so carry on. No, we'll, come on, we'll have a little uh, one off. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, like yeah, Quidditch, because that's like a brand yeah, new Quidditch one. A, I mean, it's, it's a bizarre one, obviously, because it, it, the universities play it and it's, it's a thing, like there's competitions and it has all the trappings again of a, of a sport that, that you play, but then it's like, it literally was just made up by J.K. Rowling. It's, it's got no foundation in it. Yeah, Sports were all made up. You know, the first guy to invent, well, who rugby was invented here. Yeah. I, said, I think the UK very good at inventing sports, not so good at playing them. Yeah, I mean, one thing is like the cheese um, cheese rolling. Is that a sport? Because technically someone can come first place and you can get the cheese, you know, but does it make it a sport? And it's played yearly and it is a spectator. People spectate the, the event. I got it. I don't think the word sport needs to necessarily be that like sacred that we have to say, okay, cheese rolling isn't because it's not good enough for it. You know, I feel like people hold this kind of idea of oh, a sport needs to be this kind of, you know, I said this thing that's the Olympics or it's on TV and it has millions of people watching it. Like, does it need that? I'm not, I'm not sure it does. But yes, it does, Alistair. I'm just telling you now that it does. <laughs> Otherwise, there's no point of having this whole conversation. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't even matter. Yeah, no. If you're going to have a Venn diagram and it's going to have like skills and has a competition aspect, has spectators, what are all the circles where it crosses where anything in that is a sport or is it the other way around? I get to backwards. This is what I've I've written down the first two of competition, spectate, and I'd say a skill possibly. It's got to be a skill in it as well, doesn't it? So competition, possible spectator, and a skill in itself. Okay, think, now we've got to find something that doesn't fit any of those. That would that'd be funny. So hang on. So competition. Spectator. Uh, spectator. And skill. And, Which is just okay. entertainment, I think. Entertainment value. Oh, inter- yeah, okay. entertainment value. Yeah. I got you. I got one. I got one. But that's just because I'm salty about it. Pretty much all humans. Okay. Wow, well, probably is just like upset. I that's fair enough. Okay. A lot of people, unless they've unfortunately have some sort of difficulty can run mm-hmm. running on your own you know or even those ultra marathon ones where there's just you know it's like one person they're on their own no one's watching no one cares <laughs> it's boring to watch and they're out there very impressive yeah i get it um there is a guest skill to it but the sense of running it's more like ability it's endurance right so what would you say 
Does that it's an endurance you? task, isn't it? More so than necessarily a sport. I actually, I actually just finished a book called Born to Run, and it's all about these like this Tamaurara tribe out in Mexico who are this like ridiculous running people. You might have heard. Of, I don't know for sure. There's a hell of a lot of skill in that, and it's it, it's kind of seen as this sort of, you know crazy, almost you know borderline masochistic kind of thing in, to to most of society. But no, you definitely have you know that's definitely a sport. Like, yeah, ultra ultra marathon running is that hundred percent. See, it, see, yeah. it, has, it takes enough of those boxes in that Venn diagram for me, personally. But I do, I do. Part of me think because it is like, say, running on your own, just I'd say isn't necessarily a sport. But I appreciate yeah, obviously I, when you go into like any any season comes competition, it's a sport, isn't it? Whereas football is still sport even when you're not competing. Do you know even if you just oh, or is it not? Say if you're just playing like a game. Is, is it a sport? If you don't keep it in your back garden, I don't think that's necessarily a sport. But then, but then going yeah. to the gym is not a sport, and yet you weightlifting, can, you know, weightlifting. Well, weightlifting is then. Exactly, I mean, that, that then becomes a cross line. But you know, go walk on a treadmill by himself. No one's going to say that that guy's doing a sport right now. It's the competition. It's not necessarily even the exercise part. It's the competition part. You know, doing it on your own just for the sake of it, for either a game or exercise, doesn't count as a sport until you add somebody else into the mix. Yeah, I think yeah, because they're, they're no, you're practicing, aren't you? Like, before, so. No, because the thing about esports, they're using the word sport, and I'm not saying they're not sports. I just think that they're completely, completely requires a lot of potential teamwork or solo work and tactics and planning and skill and learning and a lot of stuff, which makes it a sport. It's just a completely separate category because it's all done on through a different platform. You're not doing it through the platform of you in the world you're doing through platform stuff online i still think it's a sport i think it's like separate. yeah because it fills those boxes of competition and entertainment and skill but you don't actually need you know, like fifa you're doing the exact same thing you just personally aren't running what you are doing is doing skills required to enact the sport in itself yeah i, I think the reason people have pushback against that massively is because it's just so new like in the way that yeah. every, anything that's that new older generations will push back against like that's yeah that's that's the main argument obviously for us three guys in our 20s talking about esports pretty open-minded to it i think we're pretty you know all pretty fine with it i think mm. if you if, if our, even if our parents generation we're talking about this they'd have a massive problem with it and they wouldn't they wouldn't consider it a sport at all but is it is boxing so sport? could you boxing. boxing because it's 1v1 the competition is to beat one another what? kind of yeah I, I don't know if it's as much competition what? as it is more what? like... How can you possibly argue boxing's not a sport? What? It's so clearly a sport. <laughs> I'm just thinking because... I'm thinking the sport... Check the BBC listening. Check the BBC this before you're <laughs> No, I'm going to no, go... I'm looking forward to a stranger. Hey, guys, I'm thinking squash, not a sport, because it's two people <laughs> against each other. I mean, Tennis, yeah. Not sports. <laughs> I, I think it's... For me, do you know, if you think of all the kind of 1v1 sports, that it just seems a bit more... Yeah, I'm gonna cut this bit okay, out. I've got nothing. Follow, follow my train of thought here. Okay, so you've got normal inverted commas sports, which could be ranging from dressage to um, mountain climbing to again football, right? In the real world, kind of you're doing it with your body. Then you've got alternate branch, you've got esports, where you're using your brain a lot as well and yes somehow skilled but it's a lot of the brain coordination between you and your team right take away another one of those hands rap battles you're using your brain and i guess you could say like with diving or something it's 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 based on subjective isn't it of who wins or who doesn't win well at the same time it's probably also boxing you, you do it through point base which is it's like boxing without using your hands because you could say it's based on points of like who's got better lyricism or like you're able to hold the beat longer or... i think like i said we're getting to the more niche stuff now i think, I think rap battles is a really good example of something that isn't really but has a lot of the trappings of a sport but i think that is one of the, that does cross the line away from a sport i don't think necessarily i because again it's got the entertainment value but maybe it doesn't have that accessibility that the, you know, is it something do, but... which can be scored because if you think of everything ends up being scored because how, how else do you compete like diving they have numbers even if it's like yeah you need you need a lead, leaderboard right you need to have some sort of you know yeah. yes so well, you can't have a record in a rap battle like for you yeah you'd have to have a judges to be like right the reasons why we give you this number is why you like dancing is dancing a sport yeah, but gymnastics, they do that in gymnastics. There's a one where the gymnast stands in the corner and they do their routine and then the mm-hmm. judges judge them how good those poor 
like abused little Russians have done their dance. <laughs> and, it's, and it's really cool. How can you not say rap battles? I'm gonna, say, you know what, rap battles are, or even spoken word performances against. All right, simmer, simmer right down with spoken word. <laughs> rap battles, fair play. Spoken word, no, mate. Not even close. Yeah. I can appreciate spoken word. Up. But most of the time, it's people who are just talking with pace. <laughs> just sometimes poetry is like, mate. Poetry is like, our sport. <laughs> it's not. Sometimes they're not even right. It just seems like they're just saying a nice little story or a sentence, and it's like, yeah, that's good. Sorry. Um, <laughs> you sound like my dad talking about rap. <laughs> just I think, yeah. With music in the background. Yeah, I, I think if they don't score rap battles, I'd say it's hard to know who actually won and why they won you've got to be able to explain why someone you know who won the competition but if they scored them then it could potentially be working its way towards a sport sport yeah potentially yeah i think so yeah i would say would you say dance is a sport because even if you like ballroom it's a competition but do you still see it as a sport dance because definitely because gymnastics is because it's a whole field of sport really whereas dancing it's not in the Olympics. They do have world competitions, but is it just more but of a chilly. skill competition? Again, I put that into with dancing. Oh, slash gymnastics. It's gymnastics as well. It's a pretty, it's a pretty, pretty nice combo of the two. I think. I, yeah, we are going to see things like that aren't as categorically yes or no. But I think again, I think basically, I'm assuming there is a definition of sport which we haven't looked up yet. But I believe that. It is. It's a. It's a. It's got enough sort of. It's a multifaceted thing with enough different kind of areas that you can kind of enough rings of this Venn diagram that you can kind of find things that do fit into quite a few of them, but that still don't really say it. I think. I think maybe it could just be like a thing of ask a hundred people: Is this a sport? Yes or no? And then that that, that term. Yeah. You know, if more than half of them say yes, that kind of thing. Because it, it does actually have you see anything. Is that a sport? Yes or no? Like we're just saying spoken word poetry. I don't think any of us are going to argue that is a sport. Rap battles. For me personally, no, but maybe for you guys, yes. I, don't yeah. know, it's a, it's a... I think no for rap battles unless they have a scoring system. But even then, it doesn't feel like a sport. But is that it? Is sport a feeling? I, I, I like to think that we're going to go away, look at the definition of sport and be like, so I've written four points down, competition, entertainment, skill and scoring. And it'd be like, nope, not even close. <laughs> it's a boring <laughs> definition. And like, but that's, we don't know yet. That's it, isn't it? We're going to try and think of something that fits those definitions, but isn't a sport. Or at least doesn't fit those definitions and is a sport. Because I mean, I'm just kind of writing down now anything I can think of. And I mean, there's I can go down the lyric thing, like you have spelling bees. <laughs> is that oh. that's, that's judged and you have to do it correctly, right? There's a competition. Yeah. It's um, a skill. And then, and then obviously the dancing stuff. And then I went down this other route, right? Okay. I was trying to think so that it wasn't words. So take out the kind of ick aspect of it. If you have like surgery as a sport. <laughs> it's really then I thought maybe taxidermy could be a sport if you like had you know to do it against other people and who had the better one like bake off, it's bake off a sport yeah I was just saying bake, bake off is baking a sport and you know the pottery bake one, off, one, bake off, one it's competition it's entertainment it's scored it's got skill in it but they produce an item so does it stop becoming a sport because I feel like <laughs> make it put it straight up in <laughs> go 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 yeah, so like, is that it? You mean, like, why is it that if you're creating something like the pottery ones, or are you bladesmith? Or ice sculptures. Like, I, ice sculpt. Yeah, sure. Why not? Ice too. If it's a profession that you have to put the word competitive for it for it to become a sport, then it's not really a sport. Like, if you have to say competitive baking, competitive ice sculpting. Competitive so if it's boxing. Be a hobby that, uh, What's the difference be... between boxing and baking? <laughs> That's what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> Mary Berry and Paul Hollywood batting it out. Yeah. But yeah, it's like you see, like if it's a oh, profession, I, I but like boxing's that. a profession, you know, and that, that was started off as a hobby. Oh so my God, fighting leave someone. boxing alone. I'm not leaving. I'm, that's my, that's going to be on my go to for being of boxing's a sport, but I'm going to compare it to everything to say, why is baking? Because my hobby is being a bit yeah, excuse me, do you do boxing or do you do competitive boxing? It's like, oh no, I just beat them up. <laughs> it's just normal just, boxing. Oh. I'm just like getting drunk and just beating people up, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you just remind me of another one, competitive eating. You know, people who do this eating. Uh, that's not creating. That's the opposite. 
That's for me personally. If you just compared to eating, that kind of does have more of the trappings of a sport in that way. Enough for me to say, yeah, I think it's a sport. Oh yeah, so yes, yeah, so for next next is actually to find the definite sports and to see something of like. <laughs> got a week to Google what is a sport. <laughs> and then this was a rushed episode. Like, man, at the start, I was like, I thought I'd have a lot more content than we started with, but we quickly just went through it all. Um, and the other one would be like, find the most bizarre sport. I tried to find something which is technically a sport, but you kind of don't agree with it and kind of explain why. So, like, you know, underwater cycling exists. Is that a sport? underwater cycling exists? But yeah, apparently. There's the chess box, and that mentions that sport. Uh, we did this in an, in an English lesson I gave, was I tried to find the weirdest sports. The, obviously, England's cheese rolling always pops up. Oh, wait, have you heard of this ball game? Uh, basically, there's a giant leather ball, and it's between two towns. Have you heard of this? Oh, maybe. So basically, you you got to get the ball. Like, the ball has to get to the other goal. The goal is, like, three miles away. <laughs> and, it's, and it's mass. And it's, like... It's not even a goal, it's like an area of another town. And the rules are there are no rules. You just have to get the ball there. Like people get really injured. Yeah. <laughs> and then whoever whichever town wins then gets to keep the ball until next year or something. Right. So yeah, to, to go away, it's not gonna be a long episode next week. I've wasted my opportunity of this podcast. Yeah, so the main thing is definition of sport. Find out what you can about it. <laughs> I've actually I've had this discussion a few times with people. I think it's about one for this. And then find a bizarre sport. So that's it for this first part. And we've got a lot, a lot to to research. And really, I just don't know how we're going to fit it all in in one one second part of the show. <laughs> so thank you for listening. We'll see you in a week, and you'll see us in five seconds. Hello, hello, and I'd like you to welcome us back to the show. It's been two seconds for you and a whole week for us. So the questions I asked you before we went away was, what is the definition of sport? Is darts a sport? And then just a bizarre sport you may have found. And some little extracurricular ones I may have asked you were, is sports bad? And who decides what a sport is? First, we'll go for definition. Alice, do you have a definition of sport? Oh, I mean, I, well, I have a definition. Only the one that you sent... <laughs> I mean, yeah, I've got the, got the one. That, well, yeah. I'll do. I'll do the ones that I found. So, Oxford, the Oxford definition of a sport is an activity involving physical exertion and a skill in which an individual or team competes against another or others for entertainment. And the GAISF, the Global Association of International Sports Federation, um, their rules for it are: it should include an element of competition, should not rely on any element of luck specifically integrated into the sport shouldn't be judged to pose an undue risk to the health and safety of its athletes or participants, shouldn't be harmful to any living creature, shouldn't rely on equipment provided by a single supplier. And the Encyclopedia of World Sport, it's a competition between two or more people, rules to determine who's the winner, the primary goal is victory, the victory is determined by a relative physical ability of competitors, strategy and chance may also play a role. So that's kind of, so the previous ones that we were going on about I think we got some stuff. Like, like go back to Wikipedia. Wikipedia. All right, let's just go for the one true. We got competition, Wikipedia. entertainment, <laughs> skill, scoring. So we can We kind of did it. There's competition. It, it partly entertainment has to be skill in it, and scoring is. Yeah, you know, we missed that win. completely. We just did an entire episode on animal welfare. <laughs> 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 but yeah, no, I, I do agree. You know, yeah, humans kind of need to be in it. I think. I don't really care. Well, like, because I went to Wikipedia and it, the same thing, it covered all these points. But I just, I mean, the Wikipedia was just like one massive sentence because it had to oh. encompass if it's an activity or games, if it's casual or organized, if it's like, if it's to maintain, improve or use an ability or skill and the enjoyment, is it the enjoyment of the participants or the spectators? All of that is in the first sentence of the wiki. And I was like, wow. I mean, no wonder we struggled. Yeah. Uh, a little fun fact I found out is that tug of war used to be an Olympic sport. I have, that same, ah! I have that same fact. That's, that's one thing I actually know. quite a, definitely the Olympics gets mentioned a lot in terms of as like a kind of benchmark, if you like, of mm. sort of because it's not like a, if it's not an Olympics, it's not a sport, but it's kind of like a if it's in the Olympics, it definitely is a sport. It's a, it's a proper sport. Uh, so Freddie, carry on. So we've now discussed uh, definition. So Freddie, you can say who decides what a sport is. 
very beautifully into what I was wanted to talk about, which was the Olympics. And so the Olympics is only an example of what makes sport, but like you said, it's something that says, if someone says it's an Olympic sport, it's pretty pretty big deal. But the Olympic Committee, first of all, they have to deem a sport a sport, right? This is, this is the International Olympic Committee, have to recognize your pathetic game as a sport. So this includes bowling and chess, but they are not Olympic sports because then later on, the next group of probably white old men in a room decide <laughs> that it's either a sport, a discipline, or an event. Ah. Now, what's also very strange is that I don't really understand their categorizing. So triathlon, do you reckon it's sport, discipline, or event? Sport, because it's got like competition, physical awesome. things, whatever. I, without your definitions of what they are, I, I'd, I'd be leaning towards event potentially, but obviously I think it is a sport because it's got, like I said, it's got that competitiveness and everything else. And it, I mean, it is a correct. sport. <laughs> correct, it is sport. Okay, next one. Pole vault, sport, discipline, or event? Part of a sport, right? It's, a, it's part of a... I don't know, it's, it's within athletics. Is, is that against that others. Kind of the discipline? Yeah, I'd say sport. Still against others, competition and physical. Interview. No, it's an event. Apparently it's a track <sighs> and field event. Oh. No, 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 no. I mean, that okay. was not the right line to be. Of those three, we can't do other ones. Nice. <laughs> okay, I've got one more. One more, one more. Yeah. Women's wrestling. I don't know why, but women's wrestling particularly. I, I, I hope that it should be the exact same as men's wrestling. <laughs> I know, right? I'm assuming men's wrestling is a sport. Ones. <laughs> it's, a, um, it's a discipline. I, I, oh, sorry, I've just read it. Oh, okay. I was going to say. Tip of my tongue, mate. Tip of my tongue, of course. Uh, <laughs> Can't prove otherwise. Uh, yeah. Wait, so is it? Oh. how is it a discipline? It seems really... I have no idea. <laughs> I got really confused. Well, for women, it's really a discipline compared to men, where it's just a sport. <laughs> they yeah, have to take off their long dress and stop riding things and having soft hands. Imagine if they're like, it's an event, like, because, you know, <laughs> women doing something out of the ordinary is an event. She came out <laughs> of the drawing room and wrestled. Yeah, so I don't know. Um, so then to, to further this, once it's been confirmed as one of those three, then, right, if it's a male sport, it has to be played professionally in 75 countries across four continents. Wow. Right? Wow, that's what about women? Do you reckon women's is the same? More countries, fewer countries? Same I'm assuming conflict? less just because we, I, I think we're still in this catch up period for a lot of women's sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd hope fewer, but because obviously that, that makes it more accessible, right? But yeah, because I feel yeah. like some countries, it was like, it was like, yeah, Saudi, they just Sorry, not, not a sport <laughs> for women. Yeah, they don't play this enough in Antarctica, so. <laughs> Not gonna happen. Oh yeah, no, imagine if it said all the content. Um, yeah, so you're right. It has to be played by 40 or more countries across three continents. So, I mean, I agree, like, uh, women's export is less accessible around the world, but it seems, um, I don't know, it's just such a weird thought. I never thought, yeah, how many countries you need to have to play a sport? And I'm wondering how many countries don't have certain sports for women at all? Yeah. Like, well, I can say for football, for like women now, they're starting to kind of see a similar kind of wage as male players and it's but it's just taken so long to get there so that's for being first world country so and like very well trying to be more of an equal kind of society let alone other countries which are like 20 years in the past well 50 okay no, no i was just gonna as a quick throw into this because it's kind of it, it, it's just more more of a general point if you like but obviously the the semantics of it I didn't realize. Obviously, it's, it's got real world applications, like we were just talking about there, with you know, with uh, wage inequality and all, all sorts of real world applications. But just the semantics of like, is something a sport or not? Seems sort of a bit almost arbitrary in my head when we were talking about it last week. It's just so heavily debated, so like, <laughs> like vehemently. Like, this is my thoughts. Like, this, this is why I think. I don't. Anyway, that, that was sort of the thing that kind of came up. I surprised a bit. So I thought tried him. Sorry, Freddie. Back to your to your last. No, no. Like this is open discussion. I, mean, I, I want to hear what you say. Um, but that, 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 was, that was a bit uh, that just came up really for me was just like why is that people are taking this really <laughs> really really seriously like even in that article you were talking about with the, the bridge association going all up in arms over like whether or not bridge was a sport <laughs> it's like of course it's not but who cares <laughs> I mean well, people play bridge I guess but. I feel like there's a lot of echoes with languages for example there are people who decide if a language is a language I mean that would enrage groups oh, obviously especially if you want to have independence. 
that is a big importance. So I feel like yeah. the same kind of vibe is for sports as well. Like if you have a sport that's very important to your group or society and people say it's not a sport. And let's not forget of like when you're competing at a world table as well for like anything of like if somebody's you may have dedicated a life to a certain type of sport, spent loads of money on it and some said, yeah, it's not a sport. And it'd be like, well, no, but we, we've got like, I was reading something about like some ultimate Frisbee in Ireland and being like, it's just, it's really hard to get anywhere with it. And we've all got to spend our own money to do it at cost of fortune. Where And some would be like, ah, in America, it's like, there's a big league for it. It just seems that like in Ireland, there isn't. Where, you know, in America, you may even be able to get paid for it or get sponsors. Whereas, or it's depending on what country you're in, can be, yeah, you're just completely disadvantaged. Mm. My last point on this part of it, and then I'll, I'll we'll see, is just that the final category is no mind sport. And that's why chess is now not in, well, not in the Olympics and no machine propulsion. So that's another reason why any of those aren't in the Olympics. So this intrigued me, I thought machine propulsion, and then I suddenly fell down a huge hole of the Special Olympics and Paralympics. But I think I'll see what Alistair's got first, and then I'll tell you all the fun stuff I found out. I mean, some crazy stuff about the things people do in the Paralympics and Special Olympics. So I was just Sweet. gonna ask Alistair if you, what you found. So there's an overarching point kind of after my research on it was that it's still sort of like the societal values around a sport and all of the kind of the the how it stands and and what it means to people is it is what really brings something from being like just not recognized as one to being recognized as one i think yeah, obviously like i said when people come together when there's that entertainment side when there's that competition it's all it's all when it comes um comes into it but like i said the thing that really got me was this how vehemently people were arguing for or against something being sport like the whole thing of like the ask that Johnny sent about bridge and darts, which I, again I can touch on a little bit if you want, because it's good timing. It was the um the masters of darts this week, which was quite entertaining. How would it always is, of course. <laughs> Wait, it's they, always like a relatively. Were they were they used to allowed to drink when they played the actual proper darts? I feel like, like back in the day, yeah, for sure. But yeah, so like they televised people not like, like recently having beer and yeah. throwing darts, and I think that's just such like authentic. Where do you play darts in the pub? Yeah, the, the official competition you're still at a pub, effectively. Like, I mean, the most obvious thing I think darts and that is the sort of comedy of it, if you like, is just that look at the average dart player. He is not an athlete. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not even in, not even close. It's it's a bloke you'd see down the pub, and like obviously there is no. You know, there are, I mean, well, to be fair, actually, the world number one at the moment is actually he's an extra rugby player who's in decent shape, but you know, he's definitely the, <laughs> the exception <laughs> that proves the rule. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I'm sure. Quick side note, add this if you like, I don't know, but about the uh, language, and I thought this is very interesting. Um, difference between a language and a dialect, obviously, there's quite a lot, but one of the, the easy ways to think about it is that a language has an army, as in, like, if a different a country has a language, whereas obviously the dialects within them could, could be just as different linguistically, but um, it's all about, yeah. Well, the politics of it. Anyway, wait, 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 wait! You can't, you can't. Wait, a language <laughs> that, has an army. A language has an army, so like you could have two things that are like so. I think it's I think the example was Norwegian and Danish. Maybe I can't remember. It's, 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 I'm pretty sure that was right. Those two are remarkably similar. Two people speaking Norwegian and Danish could have a conversation, no problem at all. Uh, but yeah, they're different languages, and then you could have, and obviously they've got different their national borders, and they've got obviously they've got an army as it were. Um, but then you'd have dialects that are crazy different that you'd never be able to communicate in, but they're just dialects within, within one language. Oh, that's quite interesting. Yeah, because I was, I was going to say, like, was it a case of doing, like, you've got language as an army, as in, like, you know, American, British may commonly team up in a war because they speak the same language. Same with, like, I don't know, maybe Portugal or Brazil. I mean, that's probably a far stretch, but it's just because the, <laughs> there's two countries in the same language. Or was it more of a case of, like North Wales and South Wales have completely different words for like window and grandma are completely different words in different parts of the same language. So it's kind of like you're having a, a, a battle between two, the I same the, language. But I think the same point of it, yeah. yeah, I think the point of it was basically to say that the, the, the line between language and dialect has very, very little foundation in linguistics. <laughs> I think that was the kind of the interesting kind of mm. note on it. But anyway, sorry. Um, the thing that also I liked about the, uh, the, the my, in, in my research of, of the sports is it's still quite subjective. It is, there isn't like a, this is the definitive. Like, there's a lot of people who have a lot of very strong opinions on it, but it's definitely, there's no like, this is the definitive answer. Obviously there are the, um, the you know, English, um, the, sorry, yeah, Sport England and all these different, you know, like you said, all different, what's the word? Organisations? Yes, organisations as well. So well, thank you very much. I mean, if you got the right people, and I'm talking, you just handpicked the correct people from around the world, inverted commas, 
and got them all to agree that me and only me putting a tea bag in a cup is an Olympic sport and they put it through, then it is because they say so, right? I mean, there, there is an association or a group that make decisions on if a word is French uh, and they can decide a word's not French. There's a group yeah. of people who decide if a piece, a painting is or is not, or has or has not been painted by Monet. And there's a great show where they, they're basically a person found this um, sketch and it matched something to do with other pieces that Monet made. It, it, was, it was noted in his book that he had done it and it had paint bits that were from the right age and the right era, blah, blah, blah. And the committee were like, no, it's not Monet. And they didn't want it to be probably because it would lower the value of some other piece. I can't remember what it was. So they decided because they decided so that it was not painted by him. I think sport is just another one of those. Some people say yes, some people say no. And that's all we have to yeah. go on. Because definitely trying to look it up of, was the sport and it's just came up with like yes different dictionaries say different things but it wasn't like there's any regulating body to even say it's like yeah but you're right some some organizations are like yes this is a sport that we participate in but it's kind of like universities when they do a sport or if they don't do like mmu does dodgeball but another uni may not do that sport so it's just yeah it, 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 there's, no, like, okay. there's no rules so this there's, is what I, I was kind of like okay that's fine like do we need to have some sort of defensive answer? yes apparently yes if people internet think we do need to have a defensive answer on this for sure but um i mean i say yes yeah, so sorry to, to answer the questions you actually asked so things that i was surprised that are a sport and aren't and then sort of the, the ones that are more close to that line right so i think the main thing about the dance one i would argue is just it's a spectrum like there are sports that are more physically active and there are you know that are far less so you know, darts is obviously at the very, very end of that spectrum in terms of, you know, least physicality, which is fine. I think that's, you know, but um, it's, I think it does have all the trappings of entertainment and, you know, the other stuff that makes it, makes it um, a good sport and the competitiveness, obviously, and the pressure and, you know, performance and everything else. Um, and then other things that are kind of like, yeah, just a bit rogue, um, sort of like wife carrying and death diving. Yeah. Yeah. Of those two. I, I got wife carrying too. And I love it. But, yeah, it's like, the, the obstacle course needs to be, what, 253.5 metres long. Your wife has to at least weigh 49 kilograms. If you drop her, it's 15 sec second penalty. And the prize is your wife's weight of beer. So there's that real toss between, how fat do I want you to be when I do this? <laughs> it's risk-reward. <laughs> well, so, yeah, I, mean, yeah, I love it. It has to be your wife as well. Like, it's kind of... just, just marry <laughs> someone random. Because... So yeah, you know what? You know, yeah, reason to get married. That's up there as a reason to get married. You'd be perfect for carrying, you know. But I feel like they've had um, single sex um, relationships, haven't they? People participate. Ah, oh, that's it's, cool. It's not. It's not limited to male and female. I think they have had uh, male, male, and female, female, which is sick. Oh, nice. Or how? Oh, right. I, I thought it would only be as in like it still had to be wife. Oh, so male, male. Oh, that's cool. Um, I found one of my fun sports that I can't believe I've got to play. Is called bossa ball. And it originates from Spain. Now, this is just one of those. We threw a bunch of other sports together and it made something. Okay, guys. Wait, sorry, bossa ball or bossa bull? Bossa ball. So B O double S A B A L L. Okay, bossa ball. I was thinking bossa bull as in, you know, like. I, I mean, that's very Spanish. Thing. Yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah. That well, would be we... very Spanish. This, this is a cross between volleyball, soccer, football, gymnastics. Capoeira, and it's all done with a live DJ. <laughs> <laughs> Just one really eclectic guy is like, you know what? I'll use everything that I know. <laughs> it was a Brazilian band manager apparently who wanted to capture the late afternoon Brazilian beach vibe with an athletic grace and physical skill. And it just looks like chaos that I would love to participate in. It's, I mean, it's got trampolines, it's got, I mean, the whole, the whole court's inflatable, it's got a huge net. Uh, it just looks Awesome. Do you fight as well if it's capoeira, or is it just the you maybe use some of the moves from it? I don't know, but I mean maybe. <laughs> Sounds great. Yeah, that's the one I found I most wanted to do. I did. I, I found a spot I did find was extreme ironing, and at first I was like, "Well, no, because it's not. How's it going to be a, a sport?" But the word extreme in front of it, and it thinks a sport. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "How's it going to be a sport if it's not competition?" And lo and behold, somebody got gold, silver, and bronze. I was like, "Right, okay, it's a sport then." <laughs> Somehow you're able to. I was like, "You're just doing ironing in a weird place, really." And I just don't know how you can compete with that. 
whoever has the most wrinkles out. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it is it the place that you do it that's the points, or is it how good you are actually at ironing? Oh, and then like the last round, everything's linen. Oh. <laughs> you have oh. to get it to like you have to iron it and get it to the judges' podium, <laughs> unwrinkled still. I'm just like that's climbing really down a cliff. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Um, well, I mean, I don't know if you. Freddie, did you have a bit more to add? You saying I that? I do, you... I really do, yeah. but. Yeah, let's, 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 let's dive in. Your, yeah, so the Olympics thing I said, it came, came up quite a lot for me. Um, the one thing that I noticed, which is kind of interesting, the, the one that's the new sport apparently that's coming in the 2024 Olympics is breakdancing, which my kind of knee jerk oh. response is, oh, it doesn't sound like a sport to me. So and I know that dancing doesn't fall into a lot of those categories, which is, again, I think that one of the great sort of determining factors for it, which is just, again, it, it's a very subjective thing, but it's just kind of like your knee jerk response of you hear it and you think, is that a sport? And then I say, for me, that breakdancing, I'm like, oh, no, not really. But, but dancing some people, can be. I'm not. Not dissing, not, not trying to ostracize our, our breakdancing community who listen to this podcast, of course. But, um, but yeah, anyway, sorry. Fred, I'd love, yeah, I'd love no, to no, no, but now, now I have another thing I wanted to say. Like, where does that knee-jerk reaction come from? Not of you, but of all of us. Why is it that we want to not be inclusive? Like, why is it that we're like, mm. no? Yeah. I, I think I, kind of, it kind of falls into defining things in general, right? And why you need to feel the need to define things for being a certain way. Otherwise, if you just had a completely like blase or whatever, Attitude to all of it, and it's you know you need to have some lines of to be able to talk about things. But yeah, I, yeah, I, I mean, all a product of your all sorts of. But are we all at heart gatekeepers? Is this why? <laughs> we're all, yeah, like, we all have our special bub- bubbles, and we want to make sure that nothing gets in that we don't allow in. So yeah. Why, even if it could be totally acceptable thing, because we're like, no, mm, yeah, we're right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Well, yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. I mean, you kind of kind of right. Yeah. Um, Freddie, your final point you're going to make. Well, I, don't, I mean, okay. Basically, just that I realized I didn't know anything about the Special Olympics, ni the Paralympics. So it seems like a good time to learn something. I don't know if you guys know anything about it. I mean, I hadn't even thought about how they're different, actually. Uh, the Special Olympics being that. Actually, do you know the difference? In, in the Paralympics is once every four years with, with the Olympics, right? And the Special Olympics, I've never seen on. TV I've never seen at that kind of time of year, so but is it's it to do with physical or mental um, disabilities? Mm. I was going to say mental for special and physical for para. That's why you're pretty there. you're pretty close. So the Special Olympics, which originated in America in 1968, is mainly intellectual uh, disabilities, right? So this is cognitive delay, uh, significant learning or vocational problems that generally require special instruction in order to compete. So they have, a, they have an oath, let me win, but if I cannot win, let me be brave in the attempt. Oh. And they chose the word special to demonstrate unique abilities. So they seem pretty cool. They have 27 sports from ranging from badminton to figure skating to snowshoeing, which is, as it, as it turns out, running in the snow <laughs> with cool shoes on. So I thought that was cool. I couldn't find what they, uh, what, why they chose these specific sports. That was the problem. Should yeah. I go on to Paralympics quickly? Yeah, well, it's quite cool. Sure. The only thing I know of Special Olympics is Johnny Knoxville did a film of where he tried winning the Special Olympics or something like that. That's the only, and it's fountain of all the reliable and you know, yeah, just a Johnny Knoxville John... comedy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's definitely uh, well, it originated in America. It's much more uh, of a thing in America, but they also they fund basically lots of programs for being part, I mean, it's, all, it's still all the Special Olympics if you're part of one of their committees or groups around the countries or other, mm. around the country or countries, um, rather than the Paralympics, which is actually, I guess, the quote-unquote official Olympics for those who have difficulties that, yes, follows the actual, the other cool. Olympics, the first Olympics. <laughs> I think it's called the Summer, Summer Olympics officially. Oh, the regular I mean, that's getting Paralympics, but fair enough. No, no, uh, I mean, sorry, the, 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 the Olympics is, yeah, the summer one, rather than, and the Paralympics goes along with that, like the Summer Paralympics. But I assume they have a Winter uh, one as well. I don't know. That's yes, there is a Winter know. Paralympics, which has six spots. Huh. Okay. Uh, How many are the, in the normal Winter Olympics? I don't know. Is, is that a lot <laughs> six, or is that not a lot at all? I have six no reference. Very much at all. I'm uh, going to Google that. Yeah. Well, I found out. How many sports do you reckon? 20. Faster? To 24. 15. Oh, okay. So you've got nine 
They're categorized into ice sports, alpine skiing and snowboarding events, and 10 million points to whoever can guess the last category. Shooting. Alec, uh, 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 Johnny? Shooting, as Alistair said. Nordic. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> of course. And then further, just further into other categories, yeah, it says ice sports, alpine, blah, 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 and Nordic events. But yes, to finish my last point was just that there are six winter sports in the Paralympics, 22 summer sports, and it started with British World War II veterans still wanting to perform and compete, but obviously having things like no legs and stuff hinders you. And they have a range of their disabilities, right? And you, they have these categories, and then you're subdivided within those categories to how how severe it is, right? So it's like how severe. severe. That's a better word. Yeah, and this is impaired muscle. There's one range of movement limited. Is another limb deficiency. Is another visual. Is another, and the last is the intellectual. And of course, there has been a hell of a lot of cheating in the intellectual category, including the entirety of the Spanish Paralympic basketball team <laughs> being fine in like within their mental capacities and all faking it, except two of them might have not been faking. Oh, wow. That really begs the question of, yeah, the whole, I think it's a quote from Cool Running when he's like, if you're not enough without a medal, you'll never be enough with one. And like, if you have a gold medal is a wonderful thing, but if you're not enough without it, you'll never be enough with it. Yeah, I think, I think that kind of rings the yeah. true for pretending <laughs> to say one for the parallel. That's fine. Well, I have one last thing when Don Johnny shows this, that it's just, I had to share this crazy fact. Yeah. Well, Fred, yeah, I have one more point as well on the, on the sports, just as one that's, um, I don't know. Okay, this is, not, this is the but... last thing. Just because I read it and I was like, God, I have to share this fact. So um, there is a problem within the Paralympics, and that is cheating. Now, the type of cheating <laughs> that we have in maybe the original Olympics is something like blood doping, which also is a problem in the Paralympics. But another problem is something called boosting. Now, boosting is when you cause trauma to your body to increase blood flow. And because some of these athletes have parts of their body they can't feel, this has resulted in some of them breaking their own bones before an event that they can't feel to boost their performance by up to 15%. Whoa. What? Mad. We're talking cutting or breaking bones or other injuries like tying up themselves really really tightly and it forces their blood into the parts of their bodies that do still function and they boost their ability i mean it just sounds like really smart and just also terrible <laughs> i mean it sounds like a dedication to your sport but i guess if they can't feel it it's, uh, yeah. it's not but it's, i don't know my sister knew someone and they uh, i think it was going up snowden or something in like a wheelchair or i think your sister is going over there and something that their foot got stuck under like the wheelchair for like the entire time and it was just they broke like their shin in like 50 different places complete like battered it and he's like can't feel it anyway so he's had it amputated kind of numb a bit lighter and it was just so matter of fact it's just like yeah, okay well we couldn't feel it anyway and it's just like do you imagine like your foot just dragging the whole way and it's like oh man so do they do they get certain like um pluses or minus due to their disability because i know you're saying about how how they were affected physically, like the severity, but does that affect the scores? Because say someone who's got like, say I saw in the swimming once someone had no arms and somebody had like one arm, like yeah, that's that, that's like a whole. I was going to say, briefly, I'd say like the whole like structure of that. It must be quite interesting to actually get into, like the people who decide this is you know again kind of yeah. what we're talking about with the some people just decide certain things and it's just like well that's kind of true of everything. But <laughs> yeah, like there is like so like a blind guy against a guy with one arm, which is deemed on the same level of, of um, these shots, yeah. you know, for whatever reason. You just, yeah, it's, I it's don't like know, a... just that they have categories within mm. the categories. There's 10 actual eligible impairment types, and then within them are categories that I assume some sort of committee at some yeah. point. Actually, yeah. someone put some thought into it at some point in channel. Like, yeah. I feel like. <laughs> and then just picking it out of the hat. <laughs> I kind of thought, like, maybe if you picture the whole human race kind of as aliens in your head, like just the whole, we're all aliens, we're all just mm. a different thing. Generally, the Olympics is we, the people that compete out of everyone get into the final, the final competitions. But the 
Paralympics, I guess, is more like we just don't allow that category of human, but we allow the other categories, other category, just to compete within themselves. And it kind of mm. does that but make sense? Because yeah. one of the categories is height limitation, and it's just people who are under heighted. You've got a lower percentage of people who are actually able to participate in the Paralympics, so therefore the choice is different. It's a smaller pool because, for one thing, people who are disabled is a smaller percentage of the population who are not. And then within that percentage of disabled people will then be who are wanting to be athletes. So like if you think of the standard population and who want to be athletes and then think of the disabled population and who want to be athletes. Um, yeah. but I hope you don't mind me piggybacking off your thing because I realised I just didn't know much about um, disabled Olympics. I still don't, but I found it very interesting to look into. And maybe no, that's, that's the beauty of what we're doing. That's the beauty of yeah. it. Because I always think um, I know somebody who used to work with and her daughter has a really rare telomere disease, which, you know, telomeres, the, the ends of your chromosomes, and kind of like, as you as your cells replicate, they slowly start depleting. So, yeah, so her telomeres, ends of her chromosomes, are like an 80-year-old's. So it kind of means, unfortunately, to have this really rare, like, one in a million disease, the expected lifespan is about 16 years old, which is just devastating. Um, but for her, she's a proper ambassador for the charity. She's done loads. She's talked with people all over the world and different specialists. But and the same with anything with a charity of more than likely people don't do stuff for charities unless they've been personally affected, like cancer charities. Not as you know, you can bet that nearly everyone who works in a cancer research place has had somebody who's been affected by cancer in their lives. And that's one of the reasons they're doing it or people who fundraise for charity. So it's good doing this because you're learning about stuff which actually... You, you know, from a friend, she never would have even known about this charity, let alone be someone who's so actively involved in it. Um, so it's nice to be able to kind of do stuff. We don't need to be affected in the same way to show light on it. So, so yeah, they'll play in hand, you don't write and making the most of it and everything. I think, yeah. mm-hmm. so one thing that came up as well, I think the, um, the, obviously the Invictus Games, which is a whole, like Prince Harry really, I think I actually came up last week. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the, um, linking it around. But yeah, the Invictus Games is that, that sort of, um, I think it's for, it's like the Paralympic Games, but for, Army veterans, I believe, who, yeah, who like like Freddie, mm-hmm. how how they originally came into the Paralympics is definitely linked there. But I think again, might have to look it up a bit more. But um, I believe Jiffy made a video on it, Freddie as well. So he had like Chris Hemsworth and stuff, I believe, lined up for it, and mm-hmm. Michael Phelps and stuff. I don't know. Anyway, it's quite cool. No, no pun intended. Um, no, my only other thing on the sports I was going to mention. Um, something else that popped up just quickly. Get your knee jerk response on it because it, it, it was actually definitively. A or not a sport, but I'll get your need to response on it. Bungee jumping. It's an activity. What's the sport? It's just yeah. fun. Exactly. Well, but it, but people say extreme sports, right? You can get as low as possible because there's that exactly. is it tribe somewhere where the, to become a man, you have to jump oh, yeah. off this folding structure. That's on the Carl Pilkington. Carl Pilkington does a, the <laughs> yeah. around the world thing where he does the, uh, the land diving onto the yeah. But yeah, obviously, yeah, it's got not, not got a competitive element, really, so it's not a sport at all. But yeah. it is, it, they, it, you, when you hear extreme sports, you kind of think, of, oh, skydiving and bungee jumping, right? which obviously, again... It's just extreme. Like skydiving to be more competitive, and like do more like, flips and stuff, but I don't know. Yeah. Okay, Interesting stuff. Free, di- free diving. Free diving, definitely, yeah. Is it why, though? He can go down the longest and he can... I guess, you know, yeah. Deepest. It's not as much of a spectator sport unless you have a camera. What's Cuban gear? Like, mm, look, they're not breathing right now. <laughs> Just a bubble like of rings. I, I always thought with the... You know, this is, again, completely off topic, but because actually, actually, this is around me. Like, again, something that is a sport that kind of shouldn't be, in my opinion. Um is uh, Quidditch. <laughs> I don't know how you guys feel about that, but just because of like, the origins of it, just seemed too amusing to me. But, um, that's, um... Does it feel a bit too much like a role-play game, almost? It's like, oh, <laughs> that, so. that's, that's, make, that's make-believe imaginary fun. But it totally, it's, it's totally <laughs> is a legit thing. Like, it's, it's, it's a full-on yeah. thing that universities are, the whole is lead outside of universities and everything, but it's mad, but yeah. Now, the reason that made me think of that was the, um, the Harry Potter thing where they had those, like the, the games in Harry Potter, right? The, the, hmm. I think it's in the Goblet of Fire, right? It's the, the yeah. things. And that, but like as a spectator sport, the second one they just go into a lake and then go underwater, and the entire thing happens <laughs> underwater. And you're like, why is that a spectator sport? You thought that would be a good spectator sport. Just everyone's just looking at their watch, being like, oh yeah, or who's going to be next? No one's caught yet. <laughs> oh, there's a body. Oh no. Yeah, that's a good point. Never thought of that because from the top views, there's nothing. There must be. I mean, to be fair, Formula One racing or something where you're there. It's just like. 
Wait, you just stood there. <laughs> and you said that. Although I've seen videos from the TT and it just seems like even the, the, the spectacle is just seeing something move that fast. So like there's a video of a guy who's got like, that horizontal for TT on his yeah. phone. And he's kind of like leaning out and like a bit naive to it. And it's like, oh, and you see this bike goes, and he like pushes, you can see the air pushes him back. And he's like in shock, like, oh. Oh, I didn't expect that. I nearly died. And it's just, and some of the speeds they go, and you can see in like the cameras of like, and it's, yeah, it's just like, mm, these are houses and a shop that just like going 200 miles per hour past. And like, yeah, so I think I'm assuming F1's the same. It's just being like, Yum! just seeing that speed and roar, like, yeah, the leading out of the top of the TTs, yeah. Like so, but... mm. We should all go. We should go to the TTs. I know. A lot of people do it where like they'll just rent out the house or even to the point of they'll rent out the front garden for people to camp in. They'll just be like, Do you do you want to set up a tent? I'll charge you fifty quid and I just time up tomorrow, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah. um do we have anything more that's anyone want to fill in or add to before I wrap up? All right. So that wraps up this week's episode about sports and a little fact to go with you is do you know the name of a hashtag? I feel like it's not ampersand, that's something else. That's the and that's thing, right? And yeah. Yeah. Okay, we go, I'm going to go crisscross. <laughs> Tic-tac-toe. <laughs> uh, so apparently, Octothorpe. And uh, I don't know where the name comes from, apart from in the 60s, it was some, I think it was a telephone company, and they say Octo is because there's eight ends. There's eight little points on it, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but I was, I was looking into it, and I was like, right, I'll just quickly just, just fact-check this little fact I saw on the internet, and it's like... The, the, the symbol's been around for ages. And it's, you know, it just seems like a commonplace symbol and it's just used randomly. And like, originally it was a symbol for a pound sign, it's also called, as in like pounds, LB. And it seems like there's a thing about Isaac Newton, he wrote LB in such a fashion, it looks like the, the hashtag symbol. I don't, hashtag itself comes from Twitter. That's where that name comes from. Yeah, there's just it's been used for loads of things for loads of years. And it just seems well, it's be, a random like, symbol. I totally agree around. with you. I went down a rabbit hole once because I was just like, hang on a second, why do so many countries have a five-pointed star on their flag? Oh, that's a whole, that's a whole <laughs> rabbit hole. Five-pointed stars are apparently in a lot of places, in a lot of history. Hmm. And yeah, hashtag, now you think about it, two lines s- paralleled by two other lines through them, kind of, yeah, you can imagine it pops up a lot. Yeah, so some people say, oh, it's because it's from music and it's actually a sharp. Um, other things in my head, and this isn't the usual, like, oh, that makes sense because phones used it for like, so when they had like the, the keypads, you'd have the little symbol at the bottom. And I thought, oh, is that because it's significant? Maybe phones, the Octothorpe came from phones in the 60s, and actually it's um, it, it's like a little grid of a, of a phone pad because you can fit nine numbers in there. It's not that at all. That's just a happy little coincidence. Well, um, right? <laughs> Oh, yeah, it was after that, I think. Well, well, then again, yeah, again, looking it up, it just said telephones used it. I don't know what telephones looked like in the 60s. Were they still a little run-around ones? Or? A great ending to a sports episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, what are we... I like it, but what are we doing? Yeah. It's just... If, there you go. If anyone wants Thorpes, to Thorpes, go down there. a rabbit hole and email us what you think of what what's a hashtag, where did it come from? I don't even know. Oh, yeah. I tried coming up with a little fact. We're going to get so many people. Yeah, I, like, I think it's fine. If people are still listening at the end of an episode, then. Yeah. Yeah. If you're still listening now, you either, yeah. Yeah, well, well, you know, you can start with a little. Am I the. Um, could you say donkey hole? I, I feel it sounds worse, donkey hole. Donkey hole. <laughs> but it's like, am I the donkey hole? And it's like, am I, just... I the donkey orifice? Is that me? <laughs> it's a bit too descriptive. It's like, it's almost more suggestive than saying the word itself. Am I the donkey hole? Um, I remember my grandma having, you're not even sure where I'm going right now, having these <laughs> weird rubber white circle things that were kind of cut into. Uh, a few ways so that you could push ta- um, kitchen towels into them, like drying cloths. What? Do you know Have what I'm talking about? Have I seen that? I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, yeah. I have seen that. Yeah. And I remember being like a kid and I was like, what's that? And she's like, it's a cat's bum hole. And I absolutely wet myself. I think for like <laughs> half an hour. <laughs> it was the funniest thing I've ever heard. And I'm still laughing now to this day. 
Yeah. I, I still push Chief Allen to get us bummed whenever I see them. <laughs> you can picture it though, right? That's exactly what it is. It's Cat Bumble. Yeah. yeah, fully. That's really funny. Um, yeah, so that um, rounds up this this episode. So hopefully, it's probably going to be the shortest first half, but yeah, good discussion. That's it. I, I don't know if I want to end it more than that. Um, thanks. Uh, thanks. Thanks for bye. Oh yeah, um, I've been Johnny, your host. We've had a thank you to Freddie and a thank you to Alistair. Uh, thank you and goodbye. I'd just like to have a mention of the charity team Telomere. Their mission is to provide information and support services for families worldwide affected by dyskeratosis congenita and telomere biology disorders to encourage the medical community's research in finding causes and effective treatments and to facilitate improved diagnosis by educating medical providers. You can go to the website teamtelomere.org to find out more. Thanks for listening to No Idea Yet. If you like the show, you can also follow us on Instagram. It's No Idea Yet Podcast. And if you have any comments, information you thought we missed, or recommendations for the future, drop us an email on noideayetpodcast at gmail.com. Stay tuned every Saturday when we drop a new episode. And thank you for listening. Thank you.